love. Welcome back to another episode of Roller Set to Mindset. I am your host, Angela B. Fuller, Master Hairstylist turned Certified Transformation Coach. And what I do is I bring our skill set, beauty industry professional skill set, together with mindset. I bridge those two together so that we can be better, not only for ourselves, but for the people that we serve. But before we dive in, I just want to let you all know, I know my voice sounds like it has a little bass in it, but I think I fooled around and got myself a summer cold. But you know what? The show has to go on. Nothing's going to stop the information I got for you. So if you can bear with my sexy, raspy voice, I got the goods for you. But before we dive into this episode, you know, of course, I got a pop question for you. And my pop question always leads into the episode. So my pop question to you, for all you listeners and viewers out there on YouTube, I can't forget my YouTube folks. All right. Good to have you all here. Uh, My pop question is, what is your greatest strength as a beauty industry professional? And the reason the reason I'm asking that question is that so many times, every every hundred years or so, <laughs> an individual is born and enters into this beauty industry profession where who they are outside of their business is who they are inside of their business. But for the rest of us trying so hard to get this thing done right, we have to do some personal development. We've got to read a good book. We've got a good mentor so that we can we can do the do when we're in the salon and we or or whatever medium esthetician, nail technician, uh, makeup artist, so that we can do what we do in our profession as well as outside of our profession. So what I want you all to really think about this. What is your greatest strength as a beauty industry professional? Now, like I said, some of us are born to do it and some of us have to recreate the skills, uh, the hard skills and the soft skills in order to be successful and serve on a high level in this industry. So When I talk about your hard skills, I'm talking about the tools that you use to get the job done in your profession. And that falls under the category of, say, if you're a colorist, being an excellent colorist, you know how to bring colors together to create your own unique story that you tell on a client's hair color. Or you have a deep understanding of how this industry works. You also take into consideration lines and angles when you're cutting or when you're applying makeup. You know the angle of the skin. You know the, I'm sorry, the angles of the face, the jawline, the bone line, the bone structure to create the best look for your client. 
as a nail technician, again, you know how to look at an individual's skin tone and choose the right color to bring out the best in that nail uh, nail polish application. So those are the skill set that helps you to be successful as, t- as far as your craft is concerned. But then there are also those personality skill sets, the personality traits that help you, that involves a mixture of social, of your um, social and interpersonal skill set. You know, your character traits and your professional attitude that help you to be successful as well. You know, sometimes you might want to, and also your soft skills such as your time management when you're at work or your customer service, or just are you an active listener? Because with with all of bringing all of this together, it is what makes you unique. It is it, it. It's those skill sets that keep bringing your customer back. So let's just let's just dive in a little bit about that, because so many of us are trying so hard. In this day and age, the name of the game is not only knowing what to do, but also how to create customer loyalty. What's going to keep bringing your customer back? Because let's let's be clear, there is collaboration out here, but there is also some level of competition out here. And we have got, we as individuals have got to collectively support our industry, but we have also got to zone in on our skill sets, be it hard skill set, personality skill set, people skill set, soft skill set. We as individuals have to hone in that so that we can operate as a higher on a higher level so that we can have repeat business. Part of what makes, in my opinion, an excellent beauty industry professional deals with the enthusiasm that we present, the enthusiasm that oozes out of us when we are servicing our clients. Not only do we have to be enthusiastic about the work that we are doing, we also have to be show some level of patience with our clients, because a lot of times clients don't come in with the best moods. Not only that, there are times when a client is not even sure about what she wants, about the look that she wants, about the service that she wants. Sometimes based upon the the um, the type of experience we had, you know, our clients have had before they come into the salon or come to the makeup counter or come to the nail the nail shop they've had a rough day and a um a service that you've been giving them for months for for years they don't want any part of that and so many times we have to just look beyond the service that we are offering and kind of delve into What's happening with the with the client's mindset? What's happening with with her on an emotional level? 
And so sometimes we have to be that quote unquote therapist. We have to be patient. We have to listen. We have to ask them about their day. And that's where active listening come in, in which we really take the time to listen. You've got to be tuned in to what that client is feeling at all moments. And sometimes we got to take what we are going through on a personal level and we've got to leave it at the door and we've got to put on our beauty industry professional hat and we've got to be all things to that client. Can I get a witness? I know for the past, what, three decades that I've been in this industry, there have been times when I had to give that extra 10, 15 minutes before even starting because I could sense when things are just not going right with my client. And so I think sometimes we have to ask ourselves, what inspires us as beauty industry professionals? I know a poll was taken. I cannot remember where I read this, but I remember reading a poll that was taken. And the number one answer that came from stylists in terms of what inspired them to become a beauty industry professional or what inspires them as a beauty industry professional And two things that came up, good results for their clients and a memorable experience for their client. So it's not always about the the actual service that we deliver, but a lot of it has to do about, uh, has to do with the experience that we provided for them. You know, we can't, we got to remember that our clients are not just numbers. They, we just can't uh, let them come into our space like a revolving door. They're not just a number. They are human beings with emotions, with feelings. The same way we don't always have the best day. Our clients come in not having the best day. And guess what? They look to us to help them to feel better. It's not always about the mechanics of our service, but it's the the heart of our service. And I cannot drive that home enough. So many times we have to put our heart into our service because I think we sometimes have to remember that we are in a service industry. It's not, even though there's many aspects of our industry that's science-based, we also have to remember that there's a, a large percentage of our industry is like doing art. And art is not always predictable. So when our client comes in, we cannot always predict. Sometimes we have to stop. Sometimes we have to assess. Sometimes we have to step out and come back in and regroup so that we can be better 
to deliver a better service. You all got what I'm saying? And so you say, well, Angela, how do we, how do we improve? Because, you know, we are all, we all got different personalities and some of us are very skilled at what we do. But when it comes to our personality traits, we lack it. We lack time management. We lack good customer service. (laughs) We lack active listening. And these things are just as important as being able to slice and dice a head of hair, as being able to beat a face, as being able to dress our clients, as being able to give an excellent uh, facial, excellent sugaring or waxing. We've got to bring our full game when we are servicing our clients. So how do you improve? I'm so glad you asked. I got a few tips for you. Part of how you improve is to become an active part of the industry. And what do I mean by that? You know, sometimes you have to attend trade shows. Yes, sometimes you have to make the investment to attend these trade shows. You know, sometimes it it may be like, taking additional classes, uh, reading a good book. And make sure when you take these classes, it's not just the continuing education classes that's required for our recertification. You know, search, seek out, see what organization, see what manufacturer, see what stylist, see what companies are putting on different classes to keep you on top of your game as to what's trending in this industry. Another way you can be a part of this industry is to join various professional boards so you can stay up on the latest and the greatest, so you can be ready when the challenge comes. Order magazines ahead of time. You read those magazines ahead of time. So when your client comes in, you have some deep conversations concerning whatever service you're giving them. Be be an expert in your industry and bring it to your clients. It allows them to see you even more as a professional. Another thing that you can do is to do an evaluation of your um, business. You can do it on a bi-weekly basis or you can do it on a monthly basis. Whatever works for you. You have to ask yourself because when you're doing an evaluation of your business, it it gives you that, that edge in which you're competing, not necessarily with the next beauty industry professional, but you're competing with who you were the month before, how your business performed, the month before. And you'll be surprised how that causes an improvement of how you run your business. You know, did you meet your goals and where do you need to make the adjustments? It just keeps your stress level down and it builds your your um, self-confidence and competency up. So just go ahead, set yourself up for success. You can't wait on success. You've got to get in front of the success. You understand what I'm saying? You've got to get in front of that success. 
Another way that you can improve as a beauty industry professional is be open to professional development, whether that is through workshop, whether that is getting you a good mentor. And mentors don't necessarily have to be another person. You can you can get a good book. You can read the book written by individuals that you admire to keep yourself and to keep your personal um, development self up to par. There's, you know, I found that after, after, I think every 90 days you need to invest in yourself on some level because things change so quickly. And a lot, as long as you live in there, are going to be things that come up that interferes with how you are operating day to day. And every 90 days, I think an individual should look into some type of personal development just to keep you even keeled, just to keep you up to par on what you're feeling, to keep imposter syndrome down, to keep you from doubting yourself. As long as you are investing in yourself, that negative self-talk, it doesn't have room to creep in. And the last thing I want to say to you is be sure to check in with yourself to avoid burnout. I found that over the years that I've been in the beauty industry, the times that I did not take to rest, to take a minute to regroup, that's those were the times that my I felt like my business was falling apart. I felt like I wasn't giving my clients the the service that they needed. It's because I didn't check in with myself. All I did was work, 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 work. Set goals, work, met the goals. Set goals, work, and met the goals. That led into burnout. And when and when we're not fortifying ourselves. Baby, listen, we cannot fortify anyone else. Everything suffers. Our business suffers. Our personal life suffers. Those of us who are in relationships or marriages or partnerships, that suffers. Friendship suffers. Always remember to make yourself number one. Because guess what? You cannot, I repeat, you cannot give from an empty well. So promise me that. Promise me you will work towards improving areas that you see where you're falling short. And one of the areas to be a part, be an active part of the industry, do an evaluation of your business, either biweekly or monthly. Be open to personal development and be sure to check in with yourself to avoid burnout. You do those things, you'll be well on your way to achieving longevity in this industry. That I know for sure. I'll talk with you soon, okay? Bye. Mm -hmm.